And now, another edition of Top Rope Report. Here's your host, Mr. Trivia. makes it so the order that we go in is not the same in every week, you know, it's a little right. you know, just something different to make my life more difficult, yep. that's all. So, but anyway, uh, I usually ask this question, but I don't know if I'm going to get a lot of interesting responses, but what are you guys looking forward to on this pay-per-view? Me, I'm looking forward to be, I'm looking forward to be over. I really don't think it's going to be that great. Yeah. I'm trying to find over under how many times I got to go to the bathroom. I can see I mean, the Charlotte, Charlotte and Ronda going really good. I mean, that's probably what's going to probably make the pay-per-view, you know, a little decent, you know, because that's probably going to get wild after seeing what they did last night together. You know, it can get pretty crazy with them, too. Yeah, that's going to be a wild match tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I think there's there's a lot of matches that, I mean, four of the matches on paper had the potential to be anywhere matches that would be a letter grade from either D as in dog to A as in awesome. I mean... I don't expect anything out of Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss and then and, uh, Omos and Bobby Lashley. Those, I, I, but the others, they all have the possibility of being, wow, I, I, that was awesome. Or, why did I Absolutely. fucking waste my time? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. So, but I mean, you know, if you guys are ready, we can uh, get this show on the road here. All right, um, DJ. I'm assuming Jess gave you her picks. Yes, 
I have them right here. Okay. Um, and then Little Mug did post his picks on the page, but we will still announce those during the show today. Um, as unfortunately, I neither one of them were able to join us. Um, so we're going to start off with the most anticipated match on the card. Um, Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. And as a predetermined order went, um, Mrs. 24-7 is first. Okay, and not to be outdone, Mr. 24-7 is next. I also have Corbin winning. Um, I feel like he hasn't won a match in years here, so I'm going to go with Happy Corbin by Penn. Okay, and Little Mug has Madcap Moss by Penn. Trivia. I agree with the little mugster. I have Moss by pin. I also have Madcap Moss by pin, only because I don't think he has any type of submission. Um, and Tony Black. Well, I agree with you, Trim, Little Mug. Okay. The next match we're going for is Bobby Lashley taking on Omos with MVP in Omos's corner. Mr. 24-7. So... As much as I said this last time, too, as much as I don't want to go against Bobby, I feel like them putting MVP with Omos and hearing everything about how they want to push him, this is this is going to be it. If they don't do it here, it's probably not going to happen. So I'm going to go Omos wins by pin. Okay. And the Little Mugster went Omos by pin. Trivia. I also have Omos by pin, and my unadvertised surprise will come from this match, so we will, uh, I'll reveal that when we go to our unadvertised surprise. Alright, and I also have Omos by pin. Tony Black. Omos by pin. Oh, could be a clean sweep. And will it be a clean sweep? No, it won't. All right. What does Jess have? Jess has Bobby Lashley winning by pin. Okay. Interesting. Okay. On to the next match. Um which is AJ Styles taking on Edge. Um, and Damian Priest is not allowed... Um, he is, sorry, he is banned from ringside for this match. Um, the Little Nug has Edge winning by pin. Trib, what do you got? 
this is one of three matches on this card that I just I think can go either way. Um, I know. Um, I believe Styles got the first one up on WrestleMania, and um, Edge. I think they're going to probably use him more in the faction role than wrestling again in the uh, in the ring. So I'm going to go Styles pin. Styles pin. Yes. Um, and Edge did beat. AJ at WrestleMania. Oh, Edge won. Okay. So then that makes my pick for me, you know, even more better for myself because now even, they can go tie one and one. Even more better. Okay. Um, this is the only match on the card that I that um that I don't know. That I'm having trouble picking my winner. This is the only match. The only match. Um, I'm going to go... I'll go AJ Styles by disqualification. Tony Black. And what does Mrs. 24-7 have? She has AJ Styles winning by pen. And who does Mr. 24-7 have? I have no one. I'm going to go... I feel like if they're going to have Edge in this faction, then they're probably going to have to get rid of this this feud here. So I feel like this has got to be the end of it. But if AJ's going to start something with Finn Balor and the whole, you know, that thing, then that could be a feud. Right. So, since Edge won at WrestleMania, I'm going to go AJ wins by pin. Does anybody buy into, I've heard from a couple no, nobody reputable in the business. Just people that that I that I see videos um, on TikTok a lot. Just opinions about wrestling. Does anybody see them forming a Bullet Club here, starting with AJ and Finn Balor, and maybe adding some others to compete with a Judgment Day faction? Or do we just think that was coincidence that AJ and Finn Balor were together in that one match or segment? I think I think it's possible to have a feud with Judgment Day building into the summer because I believe that they're going to add two more people to. Judgment Day, and I'll get into that after we're done with the prediction, because I heard a couple things from uh, Sportskeeda this morning, which is getting pretty reputable. 
in my opinion. Um, but but that doesn't answer my question about AJ Styles and Finn Balor possibly forming a Bullet I think, Club. I think they'll, they'll, they'll form a Bullet Club. I just don't know who they're going to put with them. That's the question. How do you have a Bullet yeah. Club with only two people? No, you, you yeah, have Batman know. Robin, but you still need to add five other people to make the Justice League. To the next match, as it is Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins. Trivia, you are up. Uh, this one here, uh, Cody got him at WrestleMania. I don't think that they're going to have Cody lose this match because he's really over with the fans now, and there's been some some rumblings and some talks about maybe title matches for Cody. So, I'm going to go, whoops, okay, broke the pen, there we go, I'm going to go Cody by pin. Yeah, I, I mean, Seth Rollins just, he won't win this match, unfortunately. Um, I, I, I think they're force-feeding us Cody Rhodes a little bit here. Um, I, I still just, I... Don't see him as anybody higher than an upper mid-card wrestler. Um, I don't see him being able to compete with the big boys. And I think this is a disservice to Seth Rollins losing and quote-unquote jobbing to Cody Rhodes. But I'm going Cody via pinfall. Tony Black. Cody by pin, if you will. Very good analogy, Craig. I never thought of it that way. <coughs> and Mrs. 24-7? She has Cody also by pants. And what do you got, DJ? Yeah, I got Cody too. Um, I feel like they are... Uh, Force-feeding us a little bit of Cody Rhodes here, so I feel like it'll probably go... We'll, we'll get fed him some more for a while, so we'll go Cody by pin. Okay, yeah, and... I was, I was watching him... Go ahead. Sorry. I'll stop I, while you're interrupting. I was, watching him this, I was watching him this morning on the Broken Skull session. That was actually a pretty good segment. Cody, yeah. And the Little Nugster also has Cody by pinfall, so we do have our first clean sweep. Um, the next match, which is the only title match on this pay-per-view as of right now, um, and it is an I-quit match between the champion Charlotte Flair and the challenger Ronda Rousey. Um, I get to go first on this one, and up until about 
I'm going to say 9.07 last night. I was all in on Ronda Rousey winning this match. I'm going to go out and limit. I'm going to change it, and I'm going to go Charlotte Flair. Tony Black. I'm going to go with Ronda. Okay. Mrs. 24-7. She has Ronda winning. Mr. 24-7. After watching last night, I almost wanted to switch my pick to Charlotte, too, because even though they both were kind of going at it and no one really had the upper hand, I feel like at the very end, Ronda got a little bit, you know, better of her a little bit. So I almost wanted to do it, but I can't see Ronda just being here, coming back, being in these title matches and not winning any of them. So I'm going Ronda. Um, Little Nug um, also has Charlotte winning. Trivia. I was looking at this match, and like Greg said, you know, up until yesterday, I was saying, you know, Ronda, 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 Ronda. But putting the title on Ronda, to me, is kind of like putting the title on Brock Lesnar. She's part-time. Is she, though? I don't think she She's been? Huh? She, what makes you say she's part-time? She's been at almost every. Think... She's been at almost every SmackDown since her return. Maybe one not here, one not there. I just don't. I just. Uh, I just don't think that she's going to be a full-time competitor. Um, I really. It's hard for me to to see anybody, any of these two, actually saying I quit. Um, but. I mean, she's she's been a. I think she's been a real good representative for SmackDown for a long time. I'm going with Charlotte. Okay. Um, on to the well, the last match. Um, it is a six-man tag match. Where is the Bloodline, which has the um, the ones. The Usos, who are the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and the Undisputed, Unified, Universal, WWE, Heavyweight, Underweight, Overweight, whatever, Champion, um, Roman Reigns, depending on against RK McBro, Randy Orton Riddle, and Drew McIntyre. Um, Tony Black, you get to go first. I've actually up in the air with this match. Is now that you add in Drew McIntyre to the picture, uh, I'm going with Drew and RK Bro. And with Drew. 
Roman himself. All right. What does Mrs. 24-7 have? She has Drew and RK Bro winning with Randy pinning Jay. Okay. And what do you have, Mr. 24-7? I... It's hard. This one's hard for me because, again, from what I've seen last night, um, you know, I've seen the bloodline pretty much get 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 taken out there. So, as much as RK Bro is over, I feel like a loss will still keep them over, anyways. So I'm gonna go. The bloodline wins, and I'm gonna go. Roman pins. Ah, Randy. Wow, that, that must have been tough for you. It is. Very. <laughs> All right. The Little Nugster has Roman getting the win for the, for the bloodline, pinning Drew McIntyre. Trivia. <clears throat> this match is... Uh, I mean, if there could be a a way where all all the team, everybody in the match in the match could win, that'd be great. But it's not going to happen. So I'm just going to go with. Um, well, I mean, Tony made the pick about Drew pinning Roman, and I can't remember the last time Roman Reigns took a pinfall loss. Um, and. Over 700 days ago. Yeah. Huh? Well over 700 days ago. Easily, because he obviously hasn't lost since he was the champion. And it was, you know, a while before he became champion, because he was off with leukemia for a while, and then he came back. So we're probably talking almost three years. Right. And I'm going to take a little page out of the the Nugster's playbook, because if you really, you know news on TV than you usually win on the pay-per-views. So I'm going to go with the bloodline winning and Roman submits Riddle with the guillotine. Okay. Um... I'm looking for the because I'm I'm actually very disappointed that this match turned out to be what it is. I was extremely overly looking forward to RK Bro versus the Usos. Um, thought that was be an absolutely fantastic match, but now you add Roman and Drew to the mix, and it just I'm just not as excited for this match anymore. Um, I. I read a story saying that there was never any intention um, from Vince McMahon to unify the tag titles. Um, so we're we're not going to get a title versus title match. The only time we'll see these tag teams against each other will be in non-title matches or maybe, who knows, Survivor Series if they both hold till then. But that won't happen. 
So I think what's going to have to come out of this is something's going to have to happen that's going to lead to Drew McIntyre versus um, Roman Reigns at Hell in a Cell. And the only way for that to happen is for Drew to win. Um, I don't think Drew's going to have any victory over Roman specifically. Um, so um, seeing as Mrs. 24-7 has Jay taken the loss? I'll have Drew pinning Jimmy Uso. And that's a good uh, good analogy, too, because if you saw the match last night, I mean, I thought he took Roman's head off with that claymore. Damn. I thought his head wound up in the second row somewhere. Okay. And on to our next prediction which is our first match prediction. And ladies first, what does Mrs. have? She has Bobby Lashley versus Omos. And what do you got, Mr. 24-7? I am going Seth versus Cody to lead us off. A little R&R to start us off. And a little mug also has Cody Rhodes versus Rollins to start off. What does Mr. Trivia have? Um, well, like you had said earlier, Greg, there's like four matches on this show that, you know, could really be showstoppers, and then there's two that are really going to suck. Um, I think they should get two, one of those two out of the way for the first match, because I can't see having, you know, two really great matches, then put a shitty match in between, because that might do something to the crowd, you know, get the crowd down a little bit. So my first match prediction is going to be Matt Cat Moss versus Corbin. Get that out of the way. They, Mike, uh, and I've said it a billion times before, and I've never been wrong. They never do a throwaway match to start a pay-per-view. They don't. You want to get the crowd from the concession stand and souvenir stands into their seats. So when you open up the pay-per-view, you have a full crowd. So, not that I'm trying to talk you out of your prediction, but... Um, you need to go with something to get people in the seat. You need to go with AJ Styles versus Edge to start off with. And Tony Black. I'll go Styles Edge. No, no, no. You're not changing my pick, goddammit. I'm going with the asses in the seats match AJ and Edge also. All right. Huh? You know what? I'm going to throw a monkey wrench into my situation here. So are you going to make me change it a third time? What's that? You're making me change it a third time? No, I'll go AJ and Edge. Okay. (laughs) 
Alright, on to the next one, which is our unadvertised surprise. Mr. 24-7, you're up. I was having a lot of trouble trying to figure one out for this thing. Um, the only one I can really see going down is Song with Alexa Bliss. So, how will I word it? Uh, I'll say Alexa Bliss makes her return at this pay-per-view. Okay. Little Mugster has that the IC title gets added. And then he put uh, yeah, then he put in parentheses. Can't think of anything else. <laughs> Trivia. Um, my unadvertised surprise. I think. Well, like I said, there was a couple of things that I read earlier that Sportskeeda said needs to happen to make this pay per view you know, better than what they're advertising. And one of them was, you know, like DJ said, Alexa Bliss comes back to get vengeance on Charlotte Flair for destroying Lily. One of the other ones I read was Tommaso Ciampa comes back and joins, or comes in and joins Judgment Day. But I'm going with MVP is going to get involved in that match with Omos, helping Omos defeat Bobby Lashley. All right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Unadvertised surprise. Um, let's go with eh. Can't think of anything too exciting to really make a difference in any of these other ones. I mean, the reason why I picked Charlotte to win was because I think something's going to happen in that match that's going to lead to Ronda and Charlotte in a Hell in a Cell match where I think Ronda will finally win then. I thought it might have something to Drew Gulak, but then that would actually cause Charlotte to probably lose. Um... So I'm just going to go with there'll be a 24-7 title match on the card. Tony Black. I'm going in the somewhat same direction as DJ, but I'm going with the returning Lacey Evans making an appearance during the I Quit match. Okay. And what did Mrs. 24-7 have? She 
has Sonya interfering in the I Quit match. Okay. And now we are on to our time bonus. Little Nugster's first, and he leads off with Edge versus AJ Styles being 15 minutes and 35 seconds. Trivia. I have the six-man tag team match at 19 minutes and 44 seconds. All right. I'm going to go Madcap Moss and um, Corbin. Eight minutes, 12 seconds. Tony Black. I have the I Quit match going at 17 minutes, 35 seconds. All right, Mrs. 24-7. She is going Corbin versus Madcap at WrestleMania Backlash predictions. Um, so I'm going to actually throw out a quick question to you guys. Um, I mean, there's six matches. Do we think any match is going to be over 20 minutes long? Or are we going to be going to bed at 10.30 at night? <laughs> uh, if, if so... I mean, I could see... I, opinion, I think, Hold on, DJ. Okay. Let Mike interrupt you. He does it yeah, to me all the time, ahead. too. So go ahead, Mike. <laughs> I didn't interrupt. I started first. No, you did not. DJ was already talking for about five seconds before you started talking. Oh, I didn't hear it. So I was just... That's I'm right. sorry, DJ. I no, apologize, guys. Um, that's a good question, Greg. Um... Well, Tony picked the I Quit match at 17 minutes and 35 seconds. I think Ronda and Charlotte fought for that long last night, it seemed like. But, um, I don't know. It might We might be going to bed at 10.30. I don't think, I think there's going to be, there might be some quick matches, and it's very possible. What were you thinking, DJ? I was thinking... One of those two matches, whether it be the Charlotte and Ronda or the Bloodline and RK Bro and them. I mean, if you think about it, the whatever one ends up uh, main event in will will probably go at least twenty, probably more. Um, 
but and but that'll probably be the only one. You might be able to get another one close. Um, but I feel like we'll probably see um, like the entrances taking a while on some of them. The bloodline and them taking. Oh God! The bloodline. If you add the bloodline in, that's gonna be a forty-minute match. Yeah. So I mean, if you if you put all that together, um, uh, and some of the other matches too, we might see. You know, Cody taking a while to come out. Maybe Edge coming out. You know, taking a while. So that'll probably take away some. You know, a lot of the time. Um, so yeah, probably only one match. I'm saying goes twenty or more. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I could see possibly two of them once again. I think the six man tag match could be over twenty minutes. Um, and that's bell to bell action. Once again, if you add how long it's going to take Roman and the Usos to walk to the ring. Um, I'm just afraid we're going to see a lot of fluff and filler time in this pay-per-view. Yeah. What do you think, Tony? Yep. Oh, I would love to go to bed early on a pay-per-view night, believe me. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta add add something. You gotta add something. During that six-man tag, you gotta you gotta add that you know Paul Heyman's introduction of the uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, that'll take a little while. I I mean I agree with Greg as far as the fluff goes because you know every time they have a pay-per-view or they have matches on TV, they go over the history of this and the history of that, and you know so. Some of that stuff is probably going to take longer than some of the matches because I don't see the Omus match going long. I don't see the Corbin match going long. And I, you know, I agree with a lot of you guys. With Cody, could be a long time. The Styles match may go, you know, I'd say twelve to fifteen, maybe. And then the six man probably going fifteen to twenty. You got to figure in also the back. Stage segments. But I just, uh, now, even though they've never done it this year for a pay per view, I mean, is there a possibility of maybe a pre show match tonight? Probably not. Well, tomorrow. Though, or tomorrow night, even though, you know, there's only six matches, and which I'm really surprised at because I thought they would have added one or two more. I thought I, so too. I thought maybe they would have put the women's tag team title match on, or well, Naomi's injured. She's got that rotator cuff thing. Yeah, that I just yeah I remember that from last night. That's right. I thought maybe because they left off the United States title, they left off the IC title off of WrestleMania. I figured for sure yep. them two would be on here, and they're not again. Yep. I don't understand that. Right. Your your yeah. most your two in my opinion highest over females face in Bianca Belair and heel in Becky Lynch aren't on this card. Yeah. Or Oscar yep. coming back and not being involved. Yeah, it's all weird. And years ago, the Intercontinental Championship was one step below the WWE World Title. 
Now it's just an afterthought, I believe. I feel like the IC title should be on every pay-per-view. Or the U.S. title. Do the open challenge thing again with the U.S. title. That right. always worked out all right, you know? Yep. And it's just something that, you know, leaving those titles. You see, I, I've said this to Greg before many times. And I'm an old school wrestling guy. And this is what I believe. And I believe the singles titles should be defended on the pay-per-views. The world title, the IC title, the, inter the U.S. title. Put them on pay-per-views. And they're just afterthoughts now. I mean, Theory is a U.S. champion. We might not see him defend the U.S. title on a pay-per-view until maybe SummerSlam or something. And that's cutting it close. <laughs> What's your take on that, Greg? I mean, do you, do you think the IC title should be defended at all pay-per-views? Give me the opponent that makes it a pay-per-view worthy opponent. Ricochet took, versus... You took too long. Well, give me a chance to think of a good one. That's a good, if you have to there. sit here and think of a good opponent for another wrestler, don't bother... You, you can't put that... In my opinion, you can't put that on a pay-per-view. Give me an opponent for Bianca Belair that would be pay-per-view worthy. Okay, well, how quick can we be able to come up with that? And there's probably three other names Oscar. you can come up with after that. Exactly. So, once again, give me the opponent for Austin Theory. No, he's on SmackDown. Fowler? Rematch? Okay. Okay. But once again, who are you putting up against Ricochet? Yeah, that's true. Just came out tomorrow. Jinder Mahal, that's about all you got. And that's that's a pay-per-view worthy match? Let me just throw in somebody? No, it, it's not. I'd rather see Dana Brooke take on Tamina again. At least there's a storyline there to go yeah. off of. Not many, yeah. The storylines kind of suck right now. That is definitely, that is yep. You know, you've got five just, people involved you know, like in, in, before. in. Oh God, I'll just shut up. Huh? I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll just stop talking again. Yeah, you did. Right in the middle of when I was talking again. It's all right. Go ahead. Finish what you were saying. I don't even know what I was saying because I didn't say anything. I went to move around. No, you said something. Whatever. Um, you have five guys that are that are caught in in a in a feud that's absolutely dumb and going nowhere in the new day, and then Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch. Um, 
if Butch had continued to leave on his own and never come back to those two whatever, um, maybe he came back and, and was no longer Butch and, and you could have set him up as a challenger for Ricochet because that would be it. You know, Pete Dunne versus Ricochet would definitely be a match that I wouldn't mind seeing on a pay-per-view. But they have him dressed up as an Irish paperboy um, with some weird mouthpiece always attacking Xavier Woods. So they have the talent to do things. They're just not using it properly. Right, I agree. Well, and from what I saw last night, Pete Dunn came back. I mean, uh, he came back last night from what I saw. Yep. Yeah. Hiding under the ring. Yeah. Well, he's small enough. He's probably standing under the ring. <laughs> I I believe Butch against Ricochet would would be a real good IC title match. Me too, and they could have easily I did could, it. I could, yeah, I can see that. They could have easily did a lot of things. I mean, over the. I mean, even like Ricochet or. Or the United States title. All they really needed was a couple weeks, a couple couple shows, and get something going. Um, yeah. You know, to me, in, in in the words of the great Jim Cornette, lazy booking, lazy booking. I mean, it's like they're not even caring to try to make it right. decent. Right. And and I know they're trying to go to. Um, they want to try and make the premium live events special by putting them in, in, in stadiums rather than just arenas. And the arenas that they do Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and then house shows in. If, if you're going to try and tell me you're going to try and put 40,000 people in a stadium for a card like this, they're sadly, sadly fooling themselves. Right. Agreed. Totally agree. Totally agree. And uh, yeah, I mean, I can see, you know, like the like Greg was saying with the stadium events. You know, save them for the big shows. Yeah. Well, that's what they yeah, always I mean, did, but yeah. now they want to make their premium live events, which used to be called pay-per-views, more special by putting them in. Stadiums. That's why they're doing that clash at the castle in an in a stadium over in the UK. They're not doing it in you know in a regular arena like they used to because they want to make them special. They don't want them just to be regular events. They want them to be premium live events and put them in front of thirty five forty. 50,000 people. If well, you had 40,000 people in this in, in a stadium for this, you're losing 20,000 before the third match. Yep. Unless Absolutely. you're giving away tickets. If you can give them away for free, then right. maybe. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if they ever had these, if they ever had this card in a in a stadium event, you just fill up the, the floor seats. That's it. 
Well, no, the, floor, people the floor seats would be too expensive. You wouldn't want to pay 150 yeah. bucks a ticket to see these six matches. Right. Agreed. Yep. So, uh, there was one question I was going to ask, and it just completely flew right out of my head. Um, yeah, I can't... Uh, I can't remember now. Oh, yeah, we were talking about, you know, how Oscar's left off the show, Bianca's left off the show, Becky's left off the show, even Rhea Ripley's left off the show. Oh, I know what I was going to ask. Greg, I want your opinion on this. You guys as well. Um, you had mentioned before how they're, we're, all, we're always seeing New Day versus Jameis and Rich Holland. We've seen that like three or four times already. Do you think the reason they're putting those two teams together constantly is because, A, they don't have anybody else to put against them, or, B, they're putting them against each other because they're putting on good shows in those matches? I'll go, right, I'll, I'll go C, neither. Oh, okay. So, I don't, I, I, I mean... Those are, in, in my opinion, Sheamus, Rich Holland, and Butch. They they don't need to a. What the hell does that mean? Oh, choice a. Um, I I I. They're not a tag team. They're not to me. They're not tag team wrestlers. They'd be much more successful as singles wrestlers. And, and, I mean, you've got other tag teams on SmackDown that if you want to do something with the New Day in a tag team feud, you can. Why just throw together these three guys into a team? We, we don't need more... This is the first time in a long time I feel like you can say this. We don't need another fucking tag team in the men's division. We don't. Why take three... Well... Two credible singles wrestlers, and then a doofus and Rich Holland, and put them all together as a team when they could be successful singles wrestlers and give us interesting matches. Go ahead, Tony. It's because Vince has no more fresh ideas. But it's not, it's, idea, it's, it's not all Vince, though. It's the creative team in general. Yeah, but Vince is head of creative also. Yeah. He's senile. But that's, yeah. but that's a good idea, Greg. You know, why not put Rich Holland and Butch and Sheamus into singles competition? Because Sheamus is a former multiple champion, so it's not like he's a Johnny-come-lately. And Rich Holland, he might he might do pretty well in singles. Pete Dunn, uh, Pete, I can call him Pete Dunn. Butch, you know he he might give um he he could possibly give Ricochet a good run at the IC title. You know why not put those guys in singles matches? I can see that happening. It's definitely, we don't need any more men's tag team. That's for sure. I mean, I think they just took uh. The Viking Raiders really and put them where they belong in NXT. Because I just don't think they were. They're not. In they're in NXT. 
Since yeah, when? Yeah. Uh, about two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, and you, and the thing that kind of sucks about that is you got the Viking Raiders who are two monster guys and who were pushed pretty good for a little while and you know can kick some ass. They got them down in NXT, which is all right with me, but are they going to have them down there winning? I feel like they're going to have them down there putting guys over and being two monster guys. I feel like it's just a kick in the ass to them. Do you no. think they? Do you think they actually had nothing left to do with? Uh, they had nothing left for the Viking Raiders after that situation in Saudi Arabia, where they showed up to Saudi Arabia to face the Usos, and the match never happened. Yeah, that was probably like the start of it, or you know, right around there. Um, which I think WWE kind of messed up with them because they could have been. They could have. They could have had. They should have had a good run with the titles. They could have been in some good matches, you know. Put throw them up against the bloodline for a while. Let them, you know, throw the Usos around for a while or something. You know, there was a lot they could have done with them two guys. Yeah, they're both. They yeah, they're, they're both still listed on the SmackDown roster. They're not listed as NXT talent. So that's where I'm getting confused. I, I mean, Dolph Ziggler wrestled NXT, but that doesn't mean he was. NXT talent. AJ Styles wrestled down in NXT. That doesn't mean he's an NXT talent. Natalia wrestled down in NXT. That doesn't mean she's an NXT talent. They're still on the main roster, but they're trying yeah, to enhance are. the NXT brand by having wrestlers that are on the main roster show up. But where the fuck have Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode been? Why aren't they involved in something? If you're not going to use them as a tag team, we all know that they were both very successful singles wrestlers. They just have too many fucking tag teams. I agree. Yep. That's true. Very true. So, tag team wrestling is a lost art now. Yep. You know, like I said, we're not going to, uh, I'm, I'm really not expecting a lot out of this pay-per-view. I'm hoping to be surprised. You know, hopefully they'll have some really outstanding matches where I can, you know, sit there and, wow, hey, that was that was an awesome match, you know? But I only see that happening for probably two of the six matches. From a list of the matches, and I'm already predicting a, a, deep, a deep minus pay-per-view. Well... Well, like I was saying, I, I mean, I think, I mean, the I Quit match, the six-man tag, AJ and Edge, Seth and Cody, they all have the potential of being, you know, I'm not going to say match of the year candidates, but top ten matches of the year, or they could all go and... Shit the bed. I mean, it all depends on whether I'm right on my predictions or not as to how well these matches are going to be. No, but seriously, I mean, do you understand what I mean? I mean, we could see another episode like we all, you know, a lot of people thought Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar is going to be this 
you know, knock him down, drag him out, fight, and then 12 minutes later, we were like, fucking 10.35, pay-per-view's over? It, it right. could go either way. You know, four and a half stars out of five. You know, Seth could. Rollins, Cody Rhodes, that's going to be, that, that's going to be a, a good match. I think AJ and Edge is going to be a knockdown drag out. Same thing with Ronda and Charlotte. Those two are just going to kill each other. But as long as Ronda, as long as Ronda is not expected to speak at all before that match, if she's expected to say anything, then the the match automatically starts off at a cue. I agree. She needs somebody there to talk for her because, uh, yeah, she's really bad. Just let her go in there and beat people up and have somebody talking for her. Yeah, and, and it's funny because Shayna Baszler sounds good on the mic compared to Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And, yeah, and neither one of them are that good on the mic. So if Shayna sounds if Shayna sounds better than Ronda on the mic, then Ronda, well, we all know Ronda's awful anyway, but if they ever judged her win-loss record on her mic skills, she'd never have a victory. Nope. No. But, uh, yeah, so anything else you guys want to add for the pay-per-view? No. Uh, premium live event, excuse me. No, but if anything does come up, you know, as far as matches added, um... You know, as long as everybody throws their predictions on the, uh, on the, you know, the, the top row page, um, so that, that includes you, Tony Black, even though you don't like to use the top row page at all, um, you know, um, if everybody is able to do it, then we'll, you know, add them to this, but I mean, if nothing else gets added, then, like I said, I think we're looking at a pay over at 1035. And I'll be in touch with Greg probably by the end of this weekend or, you know, to see if, to see about our um, WrestleMania Backlash recap show. I know we usually like to do a recap and, you know, talk about what we thought about the pay-per-view. But as it stands right now, in my opinion, just by looking at the matches right now and not even having the card until tomorrow... I don't see I don't see this card being higher than the C minus. Maybe a C plus at, at most. So, but if there's anything else you guys want to add, feel free to speak up. I, I'm just hoping that the reason why the scheduled quote unquote layout is so disappointing is Vince is going to pull some things out of his derriere to uh, excite us. But I, I don't know. You know, I mean, I'd, I'd love to see some returns of, you know, wrestlers that we haven't seen, you know, Alexa, Bailey, you know, get, get them back involved. I mean, there's only one women's match on this card. I mean, unless they hypothetically throw in Tamina versus Dana Brooke, you know, and give me my unadvertised surprise. Um, right. I, I just, I don't know what they're waiting for. Yep. Yeah. Now, 
Greg, let, let me clarify something. You said 24-7 title match. We all know that that 24-7 title can be defended anytime, anywhere. If they just happen to be in the back room somewhere doing an interview and somebody sneaks up behind the champion and gives him a roll-up for a pin, does that consider a match? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, a, it's a one, two, three. They don't, have 24, they don't have the 24-7 title matches in the ring very often. I know. They're no. very, 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 well, normally they're rarely scheduled match. It's somebody sneaks up with a referee and somebody attempts a pinfall. Well, that's that's a 24-7 title match. Yep. Which the 24-7 champion is, that was once again, Dana Brooke. And, uh, oh, yeah, let me ask you guys a question uh, that Greg had pointed out during one of the last shows. I wonder what the alliance is going to be now between Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. I wonder where the, I wonder where they're going to go with that uh, storyline. So that'll to speak. be the next women's tag team contenders. That's all Probably. you got to do. Just walk up and tap somebody on the shoulder, and you're the number one contender for the belt. <laughs> for real, yeah. Hopefully they take that shit off of Nikki Ash and just make her Nikki again. Or, right. You know, yeah. Nikki right. Cross. That's yep. just stupid. No. But. All right, then, guys. We've come to the end of our prediction show. I want to thank you guys for joining us. And uh, hopefully we'll have a decent pay-per-view tomorrow. So mm-hmm. on behalf of the Nugs to Greg, DJ, Tony Black... Little Nug and Mr. 24-7. This is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying thank you all for joining us. We'll catch this during the week. Well, thank you once again for joining another episode of Top Rope Report. Tune in Monday as we do our WrestleMania Backlash Recap. Till then...